0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily very Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a great Monday to today. Great start to your week. Also, be we had a great weekend this weekend. Uh, we came back to, from a great Friday. Remember, the market was up big, big, big on Friday. Uh, futures were down overnight and then came rallying back. Right from the start today, the market was off to the races. Dow Jones today finishing right near the highest of the day, up a big 423 points. What is that, a thousand points in two days? We'll take it, right? Up 1.3%. Actually, it was our leader today. Dow Jones, a lot of value stocks there. We'll talk about that more in a moment. SPO 100 today, also up nine tenths of 1%. Solid gains all the way around. Uh, in third place today, NASDAQ up nine tenths of 1%. And finally, Russ2000 up a half percent on the day today. Also, of course, as you know, Our favorite sector to track, period. There is no second. it's only one favorite. If you're not first or last, Ricky Bobby, favorite sector, semiconductors. Up 2% today. Semis led everything. If you've joined us here very long, you know that we tell you that semis lead everything on the upside and the downside. We always, the semis are the tell. There's not a better tell. The semis are that tell. This is a very bullish sign. Even though, frankly, today's internals were, eh, not that great. Again, I guess a little trepidation about tomorrow's midterms. Uh, I think it's going to be glorious. Not if you're a Republican. You know, it's not about... really, Folks, it, it is no longer in this country about Republicans versus Democrats. It's no longer in this country. Conservatives versus liberals. It's now in this country. It's Americans versus the state. This is what it's come down to. You know, I saw a tweet today from Jesse Kelly saying that, no, he doesn't think... Everything's going to be hunky-dory. And no, the Democrats aren't going to change after tomorrow's shellacking. And it will be an absolute shellacking tomorrow as Republicans take back both the House and the Senate. But Jesse Kelly said they're not going to change because there's there's a party of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. And I got to tell you, I respect Jesse Kelly as much as just about anybody out there today. He is spot on, really super intelligent. He gets it. He, he, he really sees you know beyond the uh, between the noise but I gotta tell you he's dead wrong on this this party AOC is a mindless bartender that is a cute girl knows how to repeat a line and uh, let's say that's about it right She's she's a she's, she's a she's a leftist radical we'll give her that but she has no power. No one in that party has any power. It's the power comes from the party itself, in this case, the state with the capital S. The Democrat Party today, and folks, I know this as much as I know about anything, the Democrat Party today is a party of the deep state. It is the government state. It is the government party. And it is the intelligence community. If we had to boil it down to one group, it's the intelligence community which now runs our governmental system. Which is why, of course, people like Donald Trump are such a great threat to it, right? And why he must be attacked uh, at, at, at all costs. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, it's not AOC. Just, uh, she, uh, she has no power. And I think that uh, after tomorrow, my, my bet is after tomorrow, we're going to have... Uh, think back, folks. Think back. How quickly people forget. Think back to 2016. In case you've forgotten, I've got the numbers right here. What happened immediately after when Donald J. Trump beat Cankles Clinton. What happened immediately after Kankles lost? The stock market soared immediately. Here are the hard numbers. Over the uh, uh, roughly as a 13 to 14-month time frame from the November election of 2016 forward, so about 13 months into that, so it takes us just into 2018, the Dow Jones went up 48% just over a year. The Dow Jones is up 48% because of one Donald J Trump and the common sense, right? The common senseness of it all. Businesses begin to flourish, right? Taxes begin to drop. Red tape, bureaucracy begin to disappear. But more than any of that, frankly, more than any of that, it's what really happened. This country developed its animal spirits again. This country said, you know what? The government is out of our way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go do what we do, man. Let's go build businesses. Let's go make money. Right? Let's stop worrying about these morons that are World Economic Forum freaks that care about more about depopulation, right? And a pandemic, right? All of these things. You know, that far-left policies that are really designed to drive us crazy, a communist takeover attempt. We won't have to worry, again, knock on wood, if everything goes according to plan tomorrow, and I really believe it's going to, or this country will be ungovernable, as we've covered here before, after tomorrow's, and I know there'll be some, uh, some outstanding races, I get all that, I just don't think it's going to matter. I think there's going to be such a, a tsunami of, of Republicans tomorrow winning, that this country will be in celebration mode just on Wednesday, or maybe by the end of the week, whatever it takes, soon to be celebration mode. At least that's certainly what I hope, I believe to be the case, and animal spirits will return. And again, 48% is what the stock Dow Jones did in the immediate thirteen months after Trump won in twenty sixteen, I don't think that we're going to have that kind of that kind of a, a return here. Again, this is not a presidency, but but it is two parties, right? It's the it's it's the House and it's the Senate. Maybe the House and the Senate, maybe Congress equals one man. I don't know, but I do think it's going to be a, a momentous occasion, and uh, it's been a long time in the making. Boy, I tell you, and I'll, I'll just say this last thing about politics. Uh, I'll say two last things about politics. Number one. Here's how we know the midterms are going to be a red tsunami tomorrow. History tells us that when a a U.S. president has a job approval rating below 50%, below 50, this goes back to the 1940s, the midterms. Biden's, by the way, is 41%. History tells us that when the president's job rating is lower than 50%, the average number of losses of seats lost in the House is 43 seats. That's the average. And this guy is at 41, not 50. And he's detested <laughs> because, of course, he's not running anything. It's Team Biden, AKA ICE, the intelligence community, AKA the deep state running things, right? My prediction, by the way, is that. Uh, Republicans will pick up 52 seats in the house and that we will reclaim the Senate by at least two seats I think it could be four but at least two with 52 seats being picked up in in Congress I feel pretty good about those numbers uh the other thing I'll tell you and again I know this is gonna make some people crazy but I mean I believe in like an Occam's razor kind of a thing we're gonna look are we not gonna look back at Joe biden and, and realize that he if republicans take the house with almost new record uh, number of seats and the senate with this red tsunami this building throughout the country are we not going to look back and say that joe biden has in effect been practically speaking one of the best republican presidents in history i mean we we've never picked up this many seats under a republican president so uh again it's it's a it's a bit of an inside a bit of a, a a bit of a jest there but uh you know um I've, I've said it for a long time. You've heard me say it for a long time. There's nothing about Joe Biden that is a liberal. Nothing. He's an old white guy who happens to love real estate. He loves capitalism. Look at the businesses he does with his son all over the world. He's big time anti-crime. He's cr- sponsored the crime bill uh, where he said, uh, all these uh, got to get all these black predators off the streets. That's who Joe Biden is. Does that sound like a liberal to you? No, because he's not. It's just a political convenience that he's a, a Democrat. So, folks, and Tyler's going to put something out on this. We cover it in our new book, The Big Bribe, as well, about what the red pilling of America is going to look like, and I, I think we're getting a sense of it. <laughs> I think the uh, the Dow Jones up a 1,000 points in two days. is starting to kind of give us a sense of what's about to happen here because it's very, very bullish for the U.S. economy, very, very bullish for stocks, and, by the way, for the global economy as well. This is a very... Very good time to be an investor. Remember, we've entered the best month of the year, the best quarter of the year. And now we're entering, as of tomorrow, the best 12 months time frame to be an investor, period. The 12 months following the midterms are overwhelmingly bullish. Since 1952, the market's been higher all 18 times in the 12 months following the midterms. 18 out of 18, with some ridiculous gains of 20 to 30% plus. So yeah, this is why we've been buying. Yes, this is why we've been hyper-bullish, and it's why we continue to buy. Uh, and again, good riddance to so many losers in this Democrat Party that, <laughs> that uh, I don't know, they, they got sucked into the insanity of the, of the, of the, of the theater uh, that evolved in D.C. and thought they actually had support. They don't. No one supports these insane far-left policies, not in this country, not now. Eh, maybe in a hundred years, but but not now. And one last point. One last point, because we can't forget this, folks. We cannot ever, I won't ever forget this. I know I speak for a whole lot of millions of people that feel the same way. We will never forget that we must have Nuremberg-like trials. It's not an option. No, There will be no amnesty for these pandemic killers. For these criminals that tried that, that, that tried to and did steal our rights, force forced experimental vaccines on people. Or they make lose their jobs and their livelihood. This is adject criminality. This can't be allowed to happen in this country. Number one, it can't ever happen again, but to ensure that it doesn't happen again, these criminals must pay the price. We must have trials. They must be locked up. This can't ever happen again in this country. You know, maybe by the time the trials start, I don't know. Was it going to be a year, year and a half? It'll take some time. Get the structure right, right. Got to, you got to charge them, right. We might even have to wait till we have a new president and a new Department of Justice. Okay, it's going to take time. I understand that. But when it happens, it must be aggressive. It must be across the board. It must take out the the Fauci's of the world. And yes, by the way, Donald J. Trump must testify as well because he had played a major role, major role, right, in the pandemic. He just did. I'm not saying he's guilty of anything, but I'm saying his testimony will be very important to lock up the people like Anthony the the Fraud Fauci and these criminals throughout Big Pharma and National Institute of Health, right, um... And I just encourage everybody to educate yourself about these vaccines because Wayne Root did a, a, on the show this weekend did an incredible segment about these vaccines and the great dangers, the deaths that are occurring from these. i uh, I encourage everybody to to watch that. You can go to Wayne's site and, and watch the, uh, the the video from this weekend his his segment on it. Send it to everybody you know and love. It, it, maybe you can maybe you can maybe you can convince somebody not to take another booster. And that maybe that booster will be the difference for them. But certainly, no child. Oh my God, what are we doing, folks, right? No child should ever be force-jabbed with these experimental vaccines that are causing myocarditis, all kinds of, of health and heart-related issues in young people that have just never existed before. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow's an important day for a lot of reasons. Tomorrow's an important day for a lot of reasons. And... um yeah, I, I. revenge is not the right word, but severe justice, I think, uh, applies here. Severe justice must be adjudicated against these criminals to, uh, to, to, to uh, humankind. These are crimes against humanity, clear and plain, and they must be adjudicated. Uh, because this can't ever be allowed to happen in this country ever again. Uh, okay, one last thing I want to cover today in the markets uh, because it was a very, very, uh, very—you know—we have been talking about this stock for a long time here uh, in in the VR portfolio for for our clients. It's a VR we call a 10-bagger, which has potential. a stock has potential to go up a thousand percent, ten times or more, right? And uh, that hadn't been the case so far with this stock, but man, today was fun. Trump Media, and again, this ties in beautifully, really, to the, what's going to happen tomorrow with the the with the midterms, because there's only one reason that Trump Media, Digital World Acquisition Corp, DWAC's Assemble, is only one reason that this merger, their SPAC merger, had not been completed. It's the only one reason. It's called Get Trump. Get Trump. Otherwise, this would have been completed long, long, long ago. But because the SEC decided to get Trump, and, of course, you know, that by extension, get all of us, all the shareholders, right? Stock hit a high of like 170, went down to as low as, you know, in the teens. You know, today was a much different story because, again, the markets, obviously, at the end of the day, are about, about, about making money. It's about supply and demand. And the shorts, I've got the numbers here, publicly, publicly admitted uh, there are 3.7 million shares sold short. Of digital world acquisition corp. All right, Uh, the stock by the the way today was just stock was up sixty six percent today, sixty six percent today to to twenty nine dollars a share, on thirty two million shares traded, most active trading day of the year, hell of a day for the stock today. But again, there are about three point seven million shares sold short. So these are short sellers that think the stock is going to go the other way. I can tell you what happened today, folks. They co- short covering is now underway, and there was uh, no doubt a lot of it today. But there's there's far more shares sold short than 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 is covered in this official filing. And I won't even tell you how I know it. Just take just as Bible, just it just accepted as Bible. There are far far more shares sold short than 3.7 million. There are these games they are playing to try to destroy this company. Uh, with these illegal short sales that I think is going to... This is this has the potential, and I think it actually will be, if you played AMC when it's short squeeze, you know, uh, GameStop and it's short squeeze, Trump media should be the next massive short squeeze. How far? I don't know. I would not be surprised, I said this this morning, uh, when the stock was at uh, twenty twenty one, I said, I think the stock is going to 50 plus this week. It's at 28 right now in the after hours, 29 really, uh, but it's, you know, after hours trading is thin. Uh, hit a high today of 29.86, almost 30. I think the stock breaks 50 uh, this week. And if if it is a short squeeze, this, this is, but it really doesn't matter. Again, that's like day trading talk, you know what I mean? Uh, longer term, which of course is why we're in it. Uh, this is going to be a slam dunk. This is a slam dunk home run. Love the story for the obvious reasons. There is no stock like Trump Media on the planet. This is Donald Trump's company. There's only one of them. This is it. There you go. <laughs> you can stop right there. Is that unique? But there's so much more behind it, because folks, Truth Social, which is what everyone uh, you know really uh, associates uh, this company with, is Truth Social. Well, fine. Let's start there. As of today, with Twitter gone, right, Twitter's bought out now, doesn't trade anymore, private company, true social, and again, I think the merger is going to happen now, I think the SEC is going to get squeezed with the Republican takeover of the House and Senate, and there, this, the SEC's get, get Trump policy is going to be over really quickly, and the head of the SEC, Gary Gensler, as Tyler said a minute ago, maybe he's forced to resign, good, he should, there's no room to have the SEC or the IRS as a political attack dog. What? We're not, we, don't, we don't have a republic here. We're not Venezuela. We're not Russia. We're not Ukraine. We don't do that in this country. That's not who we are. Get that crap out of here. And if Gary Gensler believes in any of it, then Tyler's exactly right. Fire his ass. But I believe that the short's covered today for exactly that reason. They know what's about to happen. This merger is going to get completed. And then Trump Media, which is going to become TMTG, that'll be the symbol, Trump Media Technology Group, TMTG, instead of DWAC, is going to rock and roll because it's the only it's the it's the it's the it's the single company left standing. It's the man left standing. Twitter's no longer public. And that, that's an exciting proposition that brings a lot of leverage to it. I don't know if people really understand it. I think I do. I'm not sure a lot of people have thought this through and understand the power that exists to be the, the, the pure, the only pure free speech, social media company in existence that's publicly traded. That is this company. And the other component that's so powerful behind it is that it was never supposed to be, and it never was meant to be, just a social media company. They've got divisions, is all in their, you know, in their in their documentation, uh, to be uh, an advertising entity, and they're starting down that road. Again, they have so much, uh, again, other things to deal with because the SEC battle has been hard to do anything but try to survive. You know, again, the criminality of the SEC. Shame on these. Shame, shame, shame. Again, we can't have that in this country, right? They should be locked up for trying this. But in addition to advertising, uh, cloud services, a really hot area, broadcasting, of course, is another area they want to get into. I've said this before, I'll say it again. The the day that Trump Media launches their broadcasting network, Fox's viewership drops by 50%. Obviously, Trump knows this. Devin Nunes, the CEO, another badass, obviously knows this, right? Right? So this is kind of our, our style here at the VRA, right? We pick stocks that we get to know. We get to know the management teams, right? We're not in a hurry. I mean, who wouldn't like to double their money every year, right? That Our game plan is to build positions in the fav- in our favorite companies, in our favorite stocks, and to do it over a year, two, three, before they really explode higher. But I'll tell you straight up, Trump Media is, is ready to do it. Again, I'll just kind of give you a little inside baseball on how we work here at the VRA, how we pick stocks. And uh, I think this is going to be I, – look, I, I bought Tesla at $8, bucks, split adjusted okay? Um, and um, it's still on it. And uh, I think that uh, Trump Media has that vibe. It's a cult stock without question. We, you can see the analogies, right? Trump to, to Musk, right? Um, and it's the only one left. There's no other public company that does what they do. That's a, that's, that's a lot of leverage, folks. That's a that's, that's called Unique Selling Proposition, the USP. That's the definition of it right there. Uh, Fox Trump media certainly has that. Okay, uh, let's take a look today under the hood. Uh, the internals today were not great. i uh, yeah, kind of surprised when I saw just to tell you the truth. I expected to see much better internals today, uh, but uh, we didn't get it. Uh, we didn't even have two to one positives. Uh, although, a although late, 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 late adjustment here. Uh, 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 up down volume. Uh, I'm sorry, advanced decline on NYSE was close to two to one. Not, it, it was one and a half to one on NASDAQ. Uh, volume, not close to two to one anywhere. Again, it just surprised me. I don't think it means much, frankly. Again, Friday was a great day. We've had a good move higher. Uh, it's been rocky back and forth, of course, but I think the lows are in place and now we've got all these bullish you know, uh, analytics that tell us now is the time to own stocks. So uh, not, not a great day in internals. Uh, uh, 52 high lows were also negative today, not by a huge amount, but they were negative today. Uh, a sector watch was better. Uh, we had uh, eight of our 11 sectors who higher in the day, led to the upside by communication services. By the way, th- if you're looking for a group to buy, I'm not recommending it, but, but, but I am looking at it. The number one group of the year, number one sector of the year has been energy, which Tyler just reminded me. XLE energy ETF hit a new all-time high, all-time high today. Right? All-time high. That's been the number one sector of the year. The worst sector of the year has been communication services. I think there's value there. I think there's real value in that group. Where we may explore that later. Up again 1.8% today. Energy, boom again, all-time high, up 1.7%. Tech Good move higher today, up 1.6. Again, semis leading the way up 2% today. Exactly what you want to see. And industrials. Also, Tyler told me, industrials are back above the 200-day. We're starting to get uh, some technical uh, challenges, maybe, or answers. How do you look at it, right? Either resistance at the 200-day. The 200-day has served as steep resistance for the entirety of the bear market this year. We're at a key point now, really key juxtaposition of what the markets are going to do. Again, I happen to believe that the red pilling of America is hyper bullish, and I do believe that what's just going to happen tomorrow is going to be very, kind of very close to what happened. Not no, not 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 as powerful, but still solidly bullish compared to what happened in 2016 when Trump won. Uh, what else today? Let's take a look at our commodity watch today. Um, again, the dollar we think is. I think the dollar's peaked. I think that's hyper bullish again for stocks. Uh, gold today flat, <laughs> but it's had a pretty good move. Uh, still sixteen seventy seven an ounce. I really like gold and silver here. Silver today continues to move higher up eight cents an ounce. Had a the moves on Friday were uh, you know five six seven percent fantastic moves in the metals on Friday. Uh, copper uh, uh, silver today at twenty eighty six an ounce. Copper today. Uh, Down 2% on the day. That's only 8.5 cents a pound, by the way, at 360 a pound. And finally, crude oil. Again, oil was down today, but energy stocks boomed higher. That is a buy signal. Crude oil, uh, down 73 cents a barrel at 9,188. What else? Uh, Finally of the day, uh, Bitcoin. Again, so unbelievably quiet. Never shorted a dull market, I guess, right? But you would expect expected Bitcoin to do better today, down 454 at 20,671. Some questions about legislation and regulation uh, in, in the Bitcoin industry with Republicans about to take power in D.C. All right, folks, always appreciate you listening. Hope you have a great day and an even better week. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.